this million pound show edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Tools contest for the $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe lock-in for parlay and player props. Go to parlayplay.io, use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Uh, today is, I've got absolutely no idea, uh, Tuesday, August the 9th. Yes, Baz? Yeah. Oh, it's, not a, it's closer than I thought. I'd have set the spread at three and a half days out there. Um and we are doing our million pound show, million dollar show, million pound show, uh, where we're going to give all our futures picks. We're going to take a million fun pounds and we're going to launch it willy and nilly uh, around all the uh, all the future markets that we like and see how much profit we can make by the end of the season. Uh, joining us fresh in his SGP lid. Looks like the Sports Gambling Podcast has thrown up on Mr Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. What are you doing? Evening, Malcolm. Uh, I'm doing good. Um, this is quite refreshing. Um, after we've just finished recording our 19th season preview episode, um, this is yeah. refreshing to do something a bit different and get back to the actual Premier League, first proper Premier League show, um, although we did have a good pick show last week, Malcolm. Let's get that out. Well, I'm going to get to that, Baz. I'm going to get to that. I'm not going to let you wait any longer. Um, okay. So, yeah, just good good to get back to the, the real stuff. We've got a good show ahead tonight. We've got picks show tomorrow night. I think that'll be 8.30 UK time. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've had a little bit of an uptick lately in followers on Twitter, YouTube, TikToks, all of that. So hopefully get a few more people involved. If you are watching or listening, like, rate, review, subscribe. There's a few people in the YouTube already. Slick Rick's here, Pat Foster's here, Serial's in. Make sure you hit the thumbs up right from the start. Uh, so yeah, Malcolm, what's first on your running order? Must be My first on the running order is I need to know more about Pat Foster because Pat on Twitter always seems to be out gigging and stuff. He's always in a band. Uh, I reckon he's a bit of an uh, old-fashioned rock god, is Pat. Um, I reckon he does some radio stuff as well. I've been sort of silently stalking him. Seems like an interested man. So, Pat, type some things in the box. Tell us what you get up to. Um, and he does like our Premier League show as well, which makes him uh, which makes him a favourite. Yeah, um, yeah. The, uh, as, to be fair, so our Slick Rick and Serial, we get lots of good feedback from uh, those people, along with the, the Bacchus family. A few of our regulars on the social media, on that's what we like to see, people... Um, you know, yeah, we've uh, like you say though we've had a really good reaction. Mainly your your picks in the AFL, Baz. So um, Spotify, Apple, Google, Premier League Gambling Podcast, Twitter at SGP and Premier, uh, and YouTube um, as well. So come and join us live if you uh, get in the get in the comments, and we can uh, we can have a little bit crack as well. Um, we've been doing these preview shows. A lot of people have listened to their own team. A lot of people have listened to a few. I think Simmers has pounded the lot. Uh, Simmons deserves a statue building like um, he's consumed everything we just like consuming things um, but around that pass we did a show at the weekend the EFL show um, and holy shit you were good <laughs> yeah so we've done an EFL show last week um, got quite a bit of interest it got really good numbers in terms of downloads which is good there's a lot of interest Definitely the start of the season, people are itching for some proper domestic football yeah. action. Um, so we put out three locks and three dogs, one for each division. Um, my locks went two and one. Only Stockport let me down there. My dogs, three from three, plus 450, plus 450, plus 200. 90 to one treble, if you'd backed all of those dogs. <laughs> 19 to 1 treble. Um, That's wild, Baz. Three from three. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, we had Wigan to beat Derby away from home. We had MK Dons to beat Wrexham. And the final one was Ipswich to beat Sunderland. So, a cracking weekend. Really, really good start. Um, couldn't have went any better. It's not always going to be like that. It's not always going to be as easy as that. But um, 
it was a good way to get the season off to an absolute flyer. Um, and as I say, hopefully, I know there was a few people who got on bits and pieces of it. Um, so yeah, good good start. Let's hope we can carry on. I mean, I threw out uh, six to five single bats. You know, Charlton <laughs> Athletic. Uh, I got the other five wrong. But I tell you what, that six to five walloped home. Uh, never in doubt that bad boy. Um, the Million Pound Show is a bit of a tradition on the network because Sean and Ryan have always done it. One of the how I got involved in this silliness was I was a listener for years and they always do the Million Pound Show. I remember Ryan's wife once found the notes and did actually think that he'd had like $225,000 on the Houston Astros, uh, the Houston Texans to go under five and a half games or something and proceeded to read him the riot act before he told her it was actually fun money. Um, so they've done this show for ages. Now we did it for the World Cup bars and it was decent. Um, I think I'll beat you. Um, I know that much. And I did land in profit. I think I nearly doubled my money. I think I maybe uh, won $1.8 for my million, something like that. But it's a good way of giving out our future bets. It's also a good way of, um, as, as fun as it is, a staking strategy. If you have got 100 quid that you want to throw around, uh, some stuff. If you've got 50 quid, you want to throw around some stuff. This might be a way of just uh, pointing you in the right direction of how you can split it up, where you can put your chunkier bets, uh, where you can put your 40 and 50 quids, but also where you can put your five pound bets, where you can put your three pound parlays, uh, stuff like that. So, um, what do you want to do, Baz? I've got eight picks, Baz. How many of you got? We haven't talked about this at all. So, this could go anyone, any direction. How many picks you got, you reckon? Uh, well, I've got eight picks from seven oh, different good. markets. I've doubled up on one market. Uh, yeah, okay. I've had a couple of situations which have, have affected my picks, um, but we'll get to that when we come to them. Um, oh, is this Wolves? Do you, want to, do you want to talk about Wolves or not? Yeah, so let's, let's throw Wolves out. Lopetegui has left. Um, I think it's officially by mutual consent, but Lopetegui's wanted out of there for the last couple of weeks, it seems. Uh, so it's literally just been reported in the last 10 minutes that Lopetegui has left Wolves. Um, Gary O'Neill of, of Bournemouth last season is favoured to come in. Wolves seem in a bit of a mess, don't they? They've, they've sold Neves, 40-odd million to Saudi Arabia. Uh, it seems none of that money is going to go back into a transfer kitty because they're struggling financial fair play wise. They need to make a profit from this window. Uh, there isn't any money coming in from the, the owners um, because they, they have to get back within financial fair play. And I think Lopetegui's got a little bit fed up with that. Probably feels a little bit let down before the season's even started. I think that sets Wolves off on a really bad start, doesn't it? So yeah, Lopetegui gone. And, and as I say, we'll come to why that affects one of my bets later. I can still have the bet, but I don't think I'll be getting the same odds on it. But it wasn't unexpected. It seems to have been in the pipeline the last couple of days, the Lopetegui uh, issues. But Yeah, this has yeah, worked me over a bit on, on the Wolves preview show because I had Wolves quite high. and not uh, For two reasons. Mainly, I think there's a lot of shit teams. I, I was fading a lot of teams around them. Palace, Fulham, West Ham, uh, Everton, Bournemouth. So I thought Wolves under Lopetegui would just be fine. I just think they'd be very functional. Um, so really, a lot of my handicapping of Wolves was with Lopetegui in place. Um, not sure about Gary O'Neill. It doesn't affect... I mean, they were never going to be high up on my bet list one way or the other. They haven't made it into my card tonight, but it is a bit of a weird one. Um, Pat's telling us that he's a Norwich supporter. That's a weird thing. The uh, the IT department's from Norwich, Pat. Uh, six fingers and all. All... Odd numbers of digits everywhere down there. Uh, the Tractor Boys, Ipswich does a favour of the weekend by beating Sunderland, though. So uh, we're all Ipswich fans this week. Um, OK, I'm going to get into this. I'll tell you about the Patreon first uh, before we get stuck into our picks. Uh, exclusive contests. The NFL win totals contest has got a $1,000 first place prize. Um, and apart from the season-long contest, there's also weekly contests for the Patreons. Uh, the monthly SGP Stories contest. There's the Discord channel. Uh, so, yeah, help fight the good fight against corporate gambling by signing up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Baz, do you want to go... Um, I'll tell you what, we'll go heads or tails. I haven't got a coin, so I'm going to write it down here. Uh, heads or tails, Baz? Heads. Heads is the right answer. That's what that says. Heads. Right. Uh, do you want to go first or second? 
You are. I'll go. I'll go second. Okay. Yeah. So you, I'll let you kick off. Have you gone highest bet first, or are you? Are you yeah. Up your biggest? I've gone top to bottom. Right. Um, so, so we might be on the same first pick here. You reckon? Well, we say we I haven't like discussed having... this, which sometimes is really good uh, because we surprise each other. And then other times we either go completely opposite each other, which is no help to anyone, or it can be a bit boring if we pick the same stuff. I feel My like first... I can you a bit, having done, now done 19 Premier League preview shows with you. Uh, well, if you remember my system in the World Cup, Baz, I wanted one bet that was going to put me in profit, a safe bet that I think is going to put me in profit. So if everything else, I wanted like a flaw. So if everything else goes tits up, I can still say, well, I finished half a point ahead. Half a unit in front. Um, what do you think I've got then for this? Well, I because I've just given you a clue there. This is going to win me fifty thousand pounds. You've got Man City to win the league. <laughs> yeah, Erling Haaland to be top scorer. You are absolutely correct, Barry. We have spent far too much time together uh, over the last few weeks. I've got half a million pounds, Barry, on Man City to win the league in Erling Haaland uh, to be top scorer, uh, which is a, you can double those and parlay them together at 11 to 10, a price of plus 110. Um, I don't see the only way this gets beat is if Haaland gets injured, um, which is the same with any sports bet. Whether you back the horses, one might fall down. Um, any, whether you're a baseball better, anything. Injuries can happen. It's one of those things. You can't factor them in. Uh, but if City win the league, I think they will. Uh, if City win the league, Haaland will top score for them. Um, and I can't see anyone getting near him. The teams just don't have 25 goal strikes. Harry Kane is an option. He's second in it, 7-1. But ah. If he's there, for one thing. But even if he is, I can't see him being arsed to run around too much for them. Uh, they're going to be a shambles like so. Yeah, half a million quid, 11 to 10, uh, to win 1 million and 50,000 pounds. Barry, next. It's quite funny because we've done all these preview shows and we've tried to be fairly nice about each team, haven't we, Malcolm? So uh, yeah. not want to upset any fans who have come to us to listen about their team uh, and straight away or straight in saying Spurs are going to be a shambles, which is... Uh, yeah, back to our norm of just, you know, hitting everyone, which is good. Get, <laughs> yeah. get back into the routine. We were trying to get some new listeners because it was the start of a new season. So we thought we'll put these previews out and we'll say, oh, you know, I quite like Villa. Oh, well, I've never minded Bournemouth when actually it's all shite. We hate everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's worked. We've got <laughs> That's eight, worked. Eight in the chat now. How are you doing? infancy. And we've, we've uh, only just started with YouTube fairly recently and, and trying to build up on it. We've had an uptick in subscribers. We've got eight people in the chat now, which is good. Get your comments yeah. in. If you've got any thoughts or any picks that you like <laughs> for season long, get them in. But also, don't forget to hit thumbs up. There's eight of you. I expect eight thumbs up as an absolute minimum. Um, right. My first bet, Malcolm, is Man City to win the league and Haaland to be top scorer. <laughs> Um, oh, I've, I've got lower stakes. I've got 300,000. I did similar to you in the World Cup. I started with a break even better. I had half a million on Argentina to get to the semi-finals. Yeah. Um, but this time I've, I've spread it out a bit more. So yeah, my first pick was the same. And as I say, it doesn't need much explanation really. If Haaland stays fit all season, I can't see how he isn't going to be top scorer. And I just don't see City losing the league this year. So I've, but I have got a better price than you, Will Malcolm. Five to four, you can get plus 125. If you shop around on Man City and Haaland double. Yeah, well, why? Well, give me five to four then. No, you've you've you've. Do I, get, do I have to take me eleven to ten? <laughs> what an absolute racket! Well, surely I could just see I've got a bigger price than all the prices I've got written down. You can take your five to four. Three hundred thousand for me at five to four is the is the pick. How much do I win with that one at five to four? Then Baz, work that out. I need how much did he put on half a million? Half a mil, mate. Yeah, that'd be six two five, won't it? Right, okay. Oh, that's good then. So that's one million. Right, I'm writing. This is all going down in the uh, in the pad of doom here. Right, are we doing this draft style, Baz? Are you going back to back or are we taking two? I can go back to back, yeah. My next go pick on, is Sheffield United to finish bottom of the league. It's at 11-4 plus 275. I'm having £150,000 on Sheffield United to finish <laughs> bottom. Um, 
they're a team in turmoil. Uh, their fans, we've got a bit. We struggled to get a Sheffield United fan to come on the show. Um, we did really struggle. United preview. It's like nobody wants to talk about the club, and and I managed to get a bit of feedback from a couple of Sheffield United fans responding to me on Twitter. Um, one said, "At best, they will get ten points." That's his. his, his <laughs> His, his, um, his I saw that was Gary, was it? Some bloke yeah, called Gary. His only hope is that that they get more than ten points. Uh, so his expectations weren't high. Um, <laughs> so there's a, I think they just said it's a shambles. They've lost and die, which is a big miss. But also they're now selling Sander Burge, which is another one of the better players for not much money. Five days before the season starts, um, and they haven't really brought much in. I think they spent about seven million. Um, so yeah, Sheffield United to finish bottom, hundred and fifty thousand pounds at eleven to four plus two seven five is my next pick. I, I, they, they might surprise people, but the mood around that place, I think it could turn ugly quite quickly. Um, yeah, I think their best bet is someone possibly Luton Town being as as bad, and that's about it really. It is a bold strategy selling all your good players a week before the season. Uh, that is unusual. Like We'll see if that pays off for them. Um, so my second pick, Baz, does factor in Sheffield United. Um, and you can, you know what this pick is as well. Um, but I have my staking strategy, Baz, is off the charts. I'm checking now whether I actually spent about three million because I've got, I've got 300 grand. Uh, sorry, I've got 200 grand, Baz, on... Uh, it's another double and it's Man City to finish top and Sheffield United to finish bottom. Um, Sheffield United will finish bottom for all the reasons you've just given. Um, and like I say, I can't see any other outcome than City winning the league. Um, so if you, if I'm taking, if you want Sheffield United, Baz, why aren't you sticking City in there with them? Who's turning City over? Nobody, but I've already got some eggs in the City basket. You're throwing £800,000 on City to win the league, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I, yes, I am. Uh, so happy, yeah, there you go. Happy with my selection, Malcolm. You do all right. You. I'll do me. 200 grand at 92, Baz. Uh, unless you tell us I can get five to one somewhere. Uh, 1.1 million, that will return me. Uh, okay, so I've got 300 grand left, Baz. Uh, my angle now was to find my biggest likes and my biggest fades amongst the teams. It really helped doing those team previews. Um, if you are planning on getting some bets on before the season, it certainly helped me just think about what markets teams best fit into. Uh, if you do fancy a team, how you can best make money on that uh, on that prediction. And again, if you're fading the team, how you can best make money on, on where you think they're going to finish. Um, one of my biggest likes for the season is Aston Villa. Um, we've just finished doing their show 10 minutes ago. And I just can't see anything other than progress. I think it's his second season under Emery. He had half a season um, this is his second year, I said in the Villa show. It looks like a really good comparison to Newcastle um, in that Howe had half a season and then spent wisely and kicked on. Emery had half a season, did well. They've spent wisely. He's going to kick on. Um, I have got them to finish in the top six, Baz. It's 94 uh, plus 225. I'm having 75K on that, Baz which will return me £243,750, please. Sounds like you're not very confident, 75k. Malcolm, I've, been, I've just spunked 800 grand on Man City in the first two bets. Well, Malcolm, we've definitely spent far too much time around each other because I've also gone for Villa top six. Oh, hell. We should have um, told you too, but... Uh, I know. Well, it is what it is, isn't it? It's, it's the best we it fancy. Um, you know, we've got the, the same conclusion for for our own reasons. Um, they finished seventh last year and I think they'll be better again this year. I've got them above Brighton and Chelsea in my league table. So top six for me looks doable. And don't rule them out of a top four push either. But uh, I've, I've gone for 250k on Villa for a top six. Um, funnily enough, speaking of Villa, uh, I was just looking at our Twitter account and a Villa fan has just commented, Wayne's um, come on and said, seriously, lads, Release the rest of the podcasts. How long do I have to wait for the Villa one? Oh, um, no. I'd be right. waiting for Villa, and I think they're literally 19th on the list. Could be worse, though. You could be a West Ham fan. We haven't even recorded that one yet. That's the only one we have. Tell him I'll put Villa out before Arsenal tonight, then. He can have Villa yeah, in yeah, an hour. We, we, we'll, we'll, get, we'll push Villa forward. Hopefully, he's listening now. But uh, 
guess we'll we'll get Villa out first just to satisfy Wayne because he's he's getting sick of waiting. Uh, but I think he'll be happy when he listens to that one because we're as you can see quite high on them. So yeah, pick for me eleven to four uh, plus two seven five two hundred and fifty thousand on Villa to finish in the top six. Um, speaking of Wolves earlier on, Baz, we got a nice review off a man who was a Wolves fan who also suggested remedies for my athlete's foot, which we talked about about three weeks ago. Five-star review and uh, suggested how to fix my athlete's foot. So that was a nice touch, wasn't it? What was it? Cream instead of powder or powder? Cream instead of powder or something. Yeah. That's not gone so bad now. It's that dry skin next to me bollocks that's the issue. Uh, still lashing the talcum powder on that, Baz. Uh, so, it's yeah, if share. you've got any uh, remedies for dry skin next to the bollocks, just um, let us know. Um I'll jump in next in Malcolm. I've... Well, I forgot to go back to back there, so the system's gone to shit, so it doesn't matter. Let's just keep going. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, we've just been speaking of Wolves, so I'm going to jump into Wolves here. Oh, very right. okay, nice. And I'm going to go Wolves to be the lowest scoring team at a price of 8-1. to one. They were the lowest scoring team last year. They only scored 31 last season. 31 goals in 38 games is grim, isn't it? Because even, even in a poor team, you should have the odd two or three goal haul and stuff like that. Um, 31 last season and they've got worse. They're, they're a worse team and, and the mood around the place has gone downhill and they've now probably got a worse manager. In in my mind, I think Lopetegui was, was good for them. Um, obviously, Sheffield United and Luton are, are shorter in the market for obvious reasons. Both expected to have difficult seasons. But I think 8-1 to is worth a punt for a team who only scored 31 last season. And, and who who look worse this season? Um, I've been quite low on Wolves and eight to one, one hundred thousand pounds on lowest scoring team to be Wolves. Well, bad. You know, we've uh, we like to do our uh, our production meetings while we're in the middle of the show. You might learn it. Um, so we were thinking about doing some uh, some new features. The tit list is definitely going to make an appearance. Uh, we're going to fill the tit list up. However, Baz, on the back of last weekend when you were so good on the AFL, the, the funny bit of that clip was the uh, the arse sniffing uh, analogy that I somehow dragged out. Um, and I was considering the arse sniffing bet of the week. And that Wolves one is an absolute beauty. That is another one where you've just gone and sniffed around some arses and you found, you've located the drugs, Baz. You've located the man with the little packet up his bottom, um, and it's wolves. Um, it's Julie not the one. Um, that's Somebody an outstanding. I was, at, I was at Wembley the other day, and that quote from you about the the drug sniffing dog sprung to mind as I walked into Wembley. <laughs> and there was a man gets. there with his dog, and I was tempted to ask him if I could get a photo with his dog just for the uh, Twitter account, but I didn't. I did take a photo. Of the dog. <laughs> that would have been good. Um, we, we did that. Issue. We could have got that put on a shirt. That could have been the. Uh, the prize for the Listener League, the FPL yeah. Listener League. Uh, we'll give out the, um, the the code for the Listener League in a bit. Uh, Villa to finish above Chelsea um, is what Nick Morris likes. Hiya, Nick. How are you doing? Nick's our resident Man United fan. We like Man United. Good team. Um, okay, can I just say this is an absolute record? We're into double figures for live viewers at the moment. Um, we don't normally get so good numbers because we're normally clashing with a few of our American rival shows. Well, uh, we are. Yeah. Good to see Directly. so many people. People are itching for this domestic football, Malcolm, aren't they? They are, mate. Absolutely itching for it. But yeah, keep coming back for the live shows. We are directly clashing with my other show. I'm not doing myself much of a favour here because the MLB show is live as we speak with all the uh, all the dull ones are in charge tonight because I'm over here being silly with you. Baz, I've got to pick four the fewest goals. Now, shall I give that out now? It's a bit further down my list, but shall I give it out now because you've gone... Uh, we will, we'll stay in the same market. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've just said I'm picking teams I like and teams I don't. One of the teams I don't like are Everton. Um, circle in the drain, uh, we've said. That's uh, Everton's MO recently. And they're going to disappear down there sooner or later. Uh, couldn't score last year. Um, not very progressive attacking. They've got no strikers. They've got DCL still. Um, injured. Absolute sick note. Uh, no money. They are nine to one to score the fewest goals. Um, and I've got 50 grand on that, Baz, uh, to win uh, to win half a million. Um, I'll go back to the teams I like. Now, we've done, we've done quite well not to mention. Have we mentioned Newcastle even once yet, Baz? No. That is that is a definite record. 25 minutes and 40 seconds. Normally, it's 80% Newcastle content, this, even though we try not to be. Um, 
So I like Newcastle. I've got them to finish second, which is a little bit ambitious, but you know. Um, however, I've already established, I think City will win the league. And I'm really high on Arsenal. Uh, we've just done our Arsenal show. I can't see Arsenal blowing up. There's no reason I think they'll finish outside the top three. I think they're rock solid um, compared to the competitors, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, whoever else it is. Um, so the top three in any order, Baz, Manchester City, Arsenal, Newcastle, little trifecta, any order you like, 10 to 1, Barry. Um, I'm having 50 grand on to win £550,000. Fishing in the same pond here, Malcolm. Oh, are we? Different way. I don't think you'll like this. Um, <laughs> Slick Rick's asking why am I still the only one to tap the thumbs up. He's right. Yeah, he's right, Rick. Everybody, Go around and smash all the windows or something. I think when I looked before, there was four thumbs up. So there, oh, okay. was, at the time, there was 11 people in here. So shame on you. If you <laughs> Since you that. said that, you forced four of them out. I did, I. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He did. <laughs> top three in any order, Malcolm. I've got Arsenal dropping out of the top three. Oh, you're a wazzock. And I've replaced them with Liverpool. No. Um, I just have a sneaky feeling there might be some regression from Arsenal this season. I'm, I I could be completely wrong. I said when we've done the Arsenal show, they could, you know, it could be anywhere second, third, fourth for me. But um, City are, are the obvious one for the top three. You can't see anything but that. And I just think it's really tight between the rest of the pack. So I'd looked at, you know, looking Newcastle, yeah, Man United, Arsenal's the, the the first one in the market, isn't it? Short price. But I've gone with Liverpool and Newcastle. Is it off, I thought it offers decent value. It's 12 to 1. Um, and as you said, there's only been positives for Newcastle. The squad's stronger. The additions look good. The mood's still high around the club and around the city. There's no reason Newcastle can't get better. I will really require... Man United and Arsenal to get worse um, or, or Liverpool to have a big uptick. But the, the pick for me in that market, um, and it's funny you went for that, because as you say, we didn't we didn't choose which markets we'd go for, but we've no. went the same way. Top three in any order, Man City, Newcastle, Liverpool, 12 to 1. 50,000 finest English pounds on that one for me. 50 grand. I'm writing all yours down here so you can't be accused of shenanigans. I've got City. All written down. I have a spreadsheet, Malcolm. Don't have to uh, write anything. It, all right, Bill Gates, City, Liverpool, Newcastle, uh, champion. Um, Okie doke, I'm going to tell you about Parley Play. All these words beginning with P in here. Um, Parley Play is a great way to get down on your favourite Parley Player props. Football season is right around the corner. You've got to change that from football season because they don't mean football, do they? NFL season is right around the corner. Parley Play, you've got all your favourite props. Um, sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus. When you get started, they're available in California, Texas, other places. If you are up north, you'll get them in a lot of Canadian provinces too. Uh, parlay play that we like is um, Manchester City, Arsenal, Newcastle to finish the top three in any order at 10 to 1. Bosh, uh, head over to parlayplay.io. Use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io, promo code SGP. I am also going to um, tell you about the Listener League uh, for FPL. We still got, we need a few more people in there. I'm sure there's quite a lot of our regulars. We've got a load of bodies in there, um, but there's quite a few of our regulars not in there. If you haven't played before, there's a we did release a how-to guide a few a couple of months ago. There's a show with you and Leith from Roto Baller, who's a bit of a fantasy expert as well. Um, the the game plays on PremierLeague.com, and we have a specific listener code. Um, to get involved, the, the league code is CVVQAB. Um, that's CVVQAB. I'm trying to find a phonetic one that I've already done. Uh, Colachini, Viana, Viana, Quinn, Almiron, Bentaleb. CVVQAB. Money up for grabs. We've got some merch. We've got the egg in a cup cup. Uh, so go and play and if you need a, a little pointer just get the Discord channel listen to the show every week uh, and we, we'll keep you posted about everything on there um, do Nick Morris fail to listen to the Man United show Baz? He, he couldn't bring himself because he thinks we're just going to slag them off for half an hour I've got a mate one of my mates Spider-Man Pyjamas obviously uh, plays baseball for the Newcastle Nighthawks he's a Man United fan and he said it was surprisingly fair 
You could put that on a poster. Surprisingly fair, two stars. Uh, that was from uh, Kyle Willis. Um, I've got a Man United pick coming up, Nick, and it's a positive one. Yeah? So, hold on to your hats. The handicap market for me, Baz, is a, it's a really good fun market. Um, everyone gets a points um, head start, depending on uh, how the bookies think they're going to go. So, Manchester City start on scratch. Um, Arsenal have a nine-point head start and so on and so forth. All the way down to Sheffield United, we get 55 points. Um, one of the good things about this market is that everything's priced up sort of 14 or 16 to 1. Um, the idea being it's a blanket finish. So you're picking a team that you're high on uh, to win the handicap market. I'm going back to Aston Villa again, Baz. It's a little bit boring. Um, they're getting a 31-point head start, Aston Villa. Uh, that's a lot of points. They finished last year on 61 points. So you add 31 onto that, gets you to 92. That wins the league last year, 92. Um, but I've got them going a little bit better. So they finished seventh. I get them up to fifth place, um, maybe up to 67 points. Uh, you add the 31 onto that and you've pissed it, Baz. 98 points wins that. Um, 50 grand at 14 to 1. Uh, Aston Villa uh, with 31 points on the handicap to win 750k, Baz. I mean, you say you've pissed it, but you've. It depends on other teams not overachieving, isn't it? If Sheffield yeah. come in and hit forty points, they'd probably finish above that. It's a, it's a. But you get a ninety-five. I've worked it out, Buzz. I've worked it out. But you've got to work out twenty team seasons. Well, I have. I've got teams points, and I've yep. done that. So when you've wrote down here, that's a headache. Is your pick? I'm not convinced. You'll just come out of it. You could tell me anything. You could tell me that was a winner at the end of the season. How am I going to know what the other 19 teams' handicap was? Because my, my Skybet balance will be a, a wash. I've put all my free fivers on that for the last four or five weeks. Past. So I've got about a pony on that. Uh, I'm going to have a proper look at that handicap. I haven't. Yeah, you go on. You work that out, me. Get back. Hold it out on, on every preview show, but I haven't had a proper look at it yet. But I will, I will have a look and tell you where I think that uh, handicap market is going. I thought you were going to put Man United out when you told Nick there was a Man United pick and it was a positive one. And I'm thinking, he's not taking Man United here, surely. But I was, you, you weren't. No, not yet. They're coming, though. My next pick is a bit of a um, problem uh, because it's a sack race. First manager to go. Oh, I haven't um, ever looked at this. I like now, it. I, I knew Lopetegui was going, so I'd wrote down in my notes here that I wouldn't be backing it yet. And I know the odds would change. So so the problem is I don't know what odds this will be until probably tomorrow or something. So we'll have to change. But basically, I think David Moyes to be the first manager gone is a pick I really like. He was 12 to 1 today, but that's a bit skewed because the expectation was that Lopetegui would go. So Lopetegui was a, a big favourite. Um, but I think he was fourth favourite. There was still heck and bottom ahead of him. Um Somebody else can't think who it was now. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to take Moyes first to gone. I think he had a stay of execution last year. He, he would have been gone. If not for that European run, David Moyes wouldn't have seen out the season at West Ham. It's not been pretty for a while there. And I just think he's on borrowed time. As I say, it was 12 to 1, but I, I know that's not the price he's going to be come tomorrow morning when they price the market up again. Um, so I'll hang on for a few days, see how that develops. But um, now that Lopetegui's gone then I'm getting on Wol on, on Moyes to be the next to go. Yeah. I think you'll be getting still potentially four, five or fours. six to one for him. Yeah, fours, fives, I would say. Um, so um, I think that's fine for me. So I'll I'll put the price down when it comes up tomorrow, but a 50,000 on Moyes to be the first manager to go for me. They've still not signed a single player, West Ham. Um, and they've lost Declan Rice. They've sold Skamaka. They've sold Vlasic. Um, so there's players going out. There's money coming in, but they haven't spent a penny. And they are, you know, closer to getting the midfielder from Argentinian lad from Ajax. Um, Alvarez, I think. Alvarez, that's the one. And they're in the market for Maguire and McTominay. And yeah. Man United keep turning them down, bizarrely. Um, so, yeah. Um, Mikael Antonio's debating a, a, a trip off to Saudi Arabia as well, which leaves them in the shit. I was, uh, I made my West Ham notes earlier on. And they are on the right mess. Why haven't they spent some of that money? I mean, talk about yeah. when they lift that European Conference League trophy, probably one of the greatest nights in their history. Um, and 
it wouldn't take an awful lot to to harness the momentum of that into a positive off-season. Two or three yeah, players. Yeah. When you've picked that money up off Declan Rice, like... Um, the finish they have so high, as you say. Yeah. I'd heard a story the, the other day um, about um, how they were in the market for seven different positions. Apparently, there's some sort of, like, eBay for football clubs where... Right. Uh, or, 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 like, a gum tree or something like that where... Football clubs will say, this is what we want. And other clubs will forward say, we've got him. Um, and apparently someone with access to this database had, had leaked the fact that West Ham were currently begging for seven different positions. Um, is that really how it works? Have you not been playing football manager? No, this this was this was like in the Daily Mail or something, Malcolm. So it must All be right, true. okay. It must um, be well made. So they're Absolutely. obviously... They're going to they're gonna want to add players, but they're leaving it very late. And as I say... Their fans, I think, are a bit fed up of Moyes anyway. Obviously, yeah, he's boring. Day of execution because he, he got that cup. But I, I think they'll equally forget about that quite quickly should West Ham get off to a bad start. So, yeah, Moyes first, manager gone. Yeah, that is a great pick. Um, that would be up there for the R Sniffer Award um, if Wolves didn't already have it. Um, right, Nick, are you ready? Get your pen, get your wallet out, uh, close the doors, check the windows are shut. You don't want anyone prying. Uh, on this pick I've only got a hundred th- grand left Baz uh, I am betting £75,000 on Bruno Fernandes to have the most assists this season um, opportunity is there he's going to play every week um, they've just made him captain he's an excellent player there's no two ways about it obviously he's got an awful face um, you'd never tire of hitting him with a cricket bat but all that being said, um, he's outstanding. Man United will always score goals. All those ones that Rashford hits and they hit the defender on the bottom of the leg and loop up over the goalkeeper. It's going to be Rash- uh, Fernandez who's playing him in. Set pieces, he's on penos. Um, nine to one's a great price. So uh, 50,000 on Bruno Fernandez. Most assists at nine to one will pay me half a million pounds, Bas. There's definitely some telepathy going on here because I'm in the oh, same shit. market again, not the same pick. Oh, right. But I'm dipping okay. into the same market and I've got two picks from this market. I'm I'm spreading it about. Um, I'm starting off with Salah. Um, oh, cereal. Enough, <laughs> As we go, look at this. I tell you what. has jumped straight sure. in and said Salah's, Salah's shown assists in pre-season. Um, Salah got 12 assists last season. He was second only to Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne had 16 12 to 1 for Salah to get the most assists. I mean, Liverpool have got more attack and firepower now. They had a poor season last year. They're expecting to go better. So there's plenty there to suggest he can be in the mix for most assists. Serial saying he's got seven in pre season. Um, 12 last year was a big number. I, I think he can get more. And also, I think Kevin De Bruyne might drop back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, twelve to one, fifty thousand pound more Salah, most assists like that. And then in the same market, can I have a guess think, at this one? You can, yes. You'll not get it. Is, no, is it right? So it's not uh, NC So then. It's not NC So. No, we put that out on the on the Everton one. Yeah, in the Everton one. Um, I'm going for James Madison at Spurs. Now, he's at twenty to one. He got nine assists last season in a poor Leicester season, in a poor Leicester side. Um, now, this is one where, again, there's, there's developments which which would definitely affect this because I've, I've wrote here, the closer it gets to the season, the more likely that Kane stays. And that seems to be the case. They reckon if he starts this weekend, then he's just going to stay. He's, he's not going to lo- move beyond that. But then I'm driving home today and on the radio, they're suggesting Bayern Munich have come back in with another offer. Yes, now that's correct. Another million. final offer. Where yesterday it was the final, final offer and nothing more. Today they've come back with another 95 million. If Kane goes, then obviously the, the opportunity for Madison is, is lessened in terms of assists. If Kane stays, he will get another 20 odd goals and Madison could be there providing a lot of those. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm putting it in anyway. We'll see what happens with Kane. Um, We'll have a little chat about that at the end of the show. I'm interested to see what you think is going to happen. We've covered it at various points. But, yeah, so the, the pick for me is £50,000 on Madison to be the most assists at 20-1. to 1. 
Okay, uh, my final pick then, Barry. Um, it, I mean, we've, it hasn't been too Newcastle heavy, has it? Um, I've got a Newcastle player here. Um, this is a beauty pass. I mentioned this. I've been to uh, Bob's football tonight. They had a game, um, won 3-0. Um, and I mentioned this to a few of the other dads stood watching. And they all just shook their heads and called us an idiot, um, which I'm fine with because they've got no idea, frankly. Um, so, yeah, I've got room for one Newcastle bet. It is the top scorer for Newcastle. Newcastle's top scorer, Buzz. Um, so, uh, Alexander Isaac is short, 8-13. to 13, um, A worthy favourite. I think he's going to get most of the minutes up top. Callum Wilson is the other one in the market. He's about 6-4. to four. Um, Isaac is most likely, of course he is. He's 8-13. Uh, Wilson's injury prone. Um, but and with the Champions League... Um, I think the door just could be open for someone to swoop in and sort of just hang around. I mean, Almiron got did Almiron got 12 or 13, something like that this year. Newcastle did, can score a lot of goals. Uh, they put up four, five, six, more than one occasion last year. Um, my pick is going to be, Eddie Howe got asked this week how he felt about going into the season with two strikers. And Eddie Howe said, what are you talking about? I've got three strikers. He's got Isaac, he's got Wilson, he's got Anthony Gordon as the third striker. Uh, Anthony Gordon has been like shit off a shovel in pre-season. He's looked really, really good. Um, 28 to 1, Barry. Sometimes you're just making a pick that's just too big a price. Like um, You've got like Harvey Barnes is kicking around 12s. and um, He's been like Gordon's a bigger price than like Bruno Gibberish and people like that. Um, Longstar, 25 grand at 28 to 1. Will net me seven hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds, Barry. I put that one out on the Newcastle show, Malcolm. Did you? Yes, you've just okay. stolen that one from me. <laughs> it was yeah, tears yeah. I turned me onto that this morning. As you say, that if Almiron can get eleven goals last season, yep, then there's no reason why Gordon or possibly Barnes. Barnes is ten to one, uh, but again, if, Barnes, if he I'm starts through the middle, if he gets me. Maybe it's 10 stars through the middle or whatever, you know. If Wilson stood his hamstring and Isaac plays in the Champions League, we'll give yeah, Gordon a start exactly, to open the Bournemouth on a Sunday. That was exactly my reason. It could easily be Gordon playing through the middle if, if we get injuries and stuff like that. So there'll be opportunity there. Um, so, yeah, I don't mind that at all. Was that your final pick? That's me done. That's me million done, yeah. That's me done as well. Are you done? That, yeah, we've both spent a million pounds there. <laughs> Both just squandered. We've invested, Baz, is what we've done. We've invested a million pounds. Uh, good, that's nice timing, that 45 minutes. Beautiful. Um, and we've got the pick show tomorrow. I haven't looked at them yet. I have, I've had to stop myself making the picks yet. Like, just too excited, like a little kid. I've had to, like, find myself things to do. Like, I went sat in the conservatory earlier on, listened to a Bigfoot podcast, things like that, just to stop myself making the picks, like opening your presents too early. Um but yeah, we can get stuck into that tomorrow. So, um, how, how are you feeling about that, Baz? Are you confident? I started writing my initial thoughts down, like oh, initial thoughts, shit. Where I think I'm going to go, but without pricing anything up. So obviously, looking yeah. at the markets and stuff tomorrow might might change a few. But I, I literally just jotted down um, a few ideas of, of what I fancied for each game, and then we'll see where the markets go and what 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 leads me. But because you can fancy something, but if the if the prices are far too far the wrong Correct. way, I don't mind opposing it. You've got to look for the value. It's what we've done at the weekend in the AFL show. Found a bit of value and capitalised on that. But yeah, looking forward to getting that one out tomorrow. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get a few people involved, get off to a good start, some winners. Uh, it's just nice to have the Premier League back, Malcolm. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just jumping back to Kane. Do you think he's going to go? Stay or go? What's your thoughts? I think he's going to go. I've always thought he was going to go. Um, I don't see the point of him staying. And honestly, I'm bored of it. But I'm really bored of Harry Kane. I think I don't know if I said this a few shows ago, but he, I'm just, he used to be quite good. He was Well, he still is. But it's mean in this. Like, Harry Kane scoring those goals in the minute is mean. Is that club is going nowhere. I don't think it ever can, like, um, and I'm just bored of it. So, oh, well done, Harry, you scored again. They got beat 4-2. Like, well, he scored up here when we humped them 6-1. What, what are you trying to achieve? I think the bloke's a bit of a drip, I'll be honest. If he hangs around there, I'll be, like, he's just got no ambition. Like, he's got no charisma. He does nothing for me at all. I mean, I'm not that 
offended by uh, Kane personally, but I've I've always felt he would go, mainly from the club side. I just think it's absolute madness if they turn down ninety five million pounds. I think he's been, he's not the only striker in the world, is he? Have, because, show a little bit of initiative in it, uh, a little bit of what well, I can't think of the word like inventiveness. And go and find a way to spend that money on some footballers that are going to make your team better. Go and find some strikers. Go and I mean, do what other teams have done. The thing is, Spurs haven't been good at spending money lately. It's no. a big sort of bugbear of their fans. And if they get the next season and they lose them for no income whatsoever, they're not going to spend 80, 90 million on a striker, I don't think. I can't, I can't see Levy putting his hand in his pocket to that extent. If they sell him now, they can do that. Um, I mean, I spoke to a Spurs friend, uh, Spurs fan, friend of mine, who who said it just needs to happen. Just get on with it. Like, there's no point in us selling them right at the last minute and and then not being able to do anything about it. I think they've already possibly left it a bit too late. I, I mean, because I've what, what, what does keeping them achieve this year? By the way, if they they're all they're in a rebuild anyway, what do they finish seventh instead of eighth, eighth instead of ninth, sixth instead of eighth? Maybe what what are you going to achieve? That you can't achieve, in you can't replicate in a two-year rebuild. Haven't sold them. I said similar. If he stays, what are you getting for your ninety-five million that you've lost? What are you getting? You're going to get another twenty-goal season from Kane, yeah, and probably not win anything. And I'm just not sure it's worth the ninety-five million. That's essentially that. If they turn it down, they're paying ninety-five million for one season of Harry Kane. And, and what does that get you? Not so sure. I mean, the other transfer I was quickly going to mention because Serial brought up earlier on is David Raya to Arsenal. What do you think about that one? I don't understand that. Makes no like, sense, does it? From Tim Ferriss choice on, keeper is, is a bit of a baffling way to go. Unfortunately, you have to have a good one and a kind of 80% one. And you've got to get the right character who's capable. Like, even two keepers competing for that job isn't doesn't seem ideal. I mean, Chelsea had it, didn't they, with Mendy and Asper? Uh, yeah, how did that work? Uh, and obviously Mendy's now moved on. Um, yeah, it's just very bizarre. I'm not sure how Ramsdale feels about that. But also, yeah, Raya wanted to move away from Brentford. You wonder, has he been given assurances that he's going to get loads of game time at Arsenal? Because otherwise, it's a bad move for him if he's not going to yep. play. And, and obviously... It's a massive um, vote of no confidence in Ramsdale if it's the other way around. It's just a bit of a strange one. I'm not sure what the mood will be between the two. And it just seemed unnecessary. It's a big fee, 40 million for someone that is potentially going to be sat on the bench to start the season. Yeah, I agree with you, Baz. Um, I mean, this, yeah, there's still going to be a lot of movement between now and Friday. Um, as Baz said, we we're doing the pick show tomorrow for a couple of reasons. Yeah, there's Friday night football, so that gives us um, extra time to get... Uh, to get the show out for Friday night. And I've got work. Uh, Sort of slow, Baz. I haven't had a casino for ages. Uh, And then I've got casinos tomorrow and Friday. So I can't even watch the Friday night game. Uh, Having sat on my arse for about seven consecutive Fridays. Uh, The one night the football's on, I'll be out grafting um, in Yarm, of all places. Um, Remember Yarm? Do you ever go to Tall Trees in Yarm, Baz? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bit of an all-night rave. Um, so, yeah, lovely castle tomorrow in Yarm on Friday is where I'll be. Um, right, I think that'll do, Buzz. Million pounds spent. Uh, picks no tomorrow. Lifestyle, no lifestyle today. Well, at the top of my page, I've got rhubarb and courgettes written down, but that was just in case of emergencies, Buzz. You've done, you've done that, haven't you? I've, well, I've a, just the, the rhubarb's still going, and there's, there's now a rhubarb cheesecake that's on the go, Buzz, which is quite good. I got a little bit of drama from from home at the weekend, um, which I'll quickly tell you about. Yes, uh, for any new listeners, we always have a little bit of lifestyle chat, just a, a light-hearted look into our lifestyles <laughs> um, and the, the the goings on around here. So uh, I was in London, as you know. I went down to Wembley. Um, I left the good lady at home to do some decorating. She was going to paint oh, the walls. No. Um, so she dropped me at the train station, went to the DIY shop, bought the paint, put it in the boot. Opened the boot when she got back home and five litres of paint dropped out of the oh, car. Oh, and, oh, I'd say the boot, that, that would be, what do they call it, the trunk for, for those American listeners? The trunk. It was in the trunk. And then, um, yeah, five litres of white emulsion all over the road. 
<laughs> so she yeah. messages me and I'm in London and obviously I'm not that interested. I'm drinking beer. I don't want to have to come up with solutions to this problem. So she starts trying to clean it up with, with various sort of sheets and things like that. Um, and then she gets a bit fed up and just thinks, fuck this, I'm going to leave it. Next thing, the neighbour's knocking on the door saying, oh, you can't leave that like that. Have you had an accident? <laughs> I think it was like, oh, have you had an accident with some paint? And, uh, no, no, I've done it deliberately. Uh, oh, you can't leave that like that. She's like, well, I've tried doing this. Oh, right. Um, well, what if it rains? It's going to spread down the street. I was like, well, I can get the hose out and try and hose it away. Like, oh, no, you can't hose it because that will go down the street and then cars will run through it and spread it all over. And I was like, well, it's not bothering anyone. My car's parked in front of it. Nobody can get near it. And then yeah. the neighbor just kept going on and on. And then she kept messaging her later on the day saying, have you thought about putting sand on it? Helen says, I haven't got any sand. Well, the shop's open till four o'clock. Oh. You can go get some sand. And Helen had no interest in getting sand. So eventually she just stopped listening to the, the one. So we've still got a massive patch of white paint all over our front row. Is it dry? Oh, it's dry as anything now, but I'm hoping some rain will come along and just wash it away. So that's how it works, I'm not sure. I don't know. We did phone the council me. and said, do you want to come out and have a look? And they said they might do. But uh, yeah, Helen was furious, absolutely furious. And made worse by the nosy neighbours who've all been sticking. I think they've all been chatting to each other in like text groups. We we don't get involved in any of that. <laughs> I think all of the other neighbours around here like each other. We're, we're a bit like the the uh, outsiders, probably yeah. I'm barbecuing and smoking at all hours. Well, we have discussed this. You have annoyed them, yeah. So uh, yeah, see, she was like, oh, such and such across the road said he could try this, and such and such down the street said maybe do this. And Helen's like, are they all just having a big chat about my pain spillage? It seems talk so, of the uh, town, Baz, aren't you? Aye. Um, that, that you was see, the drama. That was the drama in my life this week. Thankfully, I was so there's two, there's two reasons I don't do anything like that, Baz. Any of this house. A, I'm absolutely born idle. But B, if you start one job. It always begets a load of other jobs. One job's never just one job because something will get broken or then something doesn't match what you've just done. Oh, well, now we've done that. We'll have to get something to go with that. One job begets like eight jobs, Pass It's a, it's a exactly trick. It's, what it's a scam. Helen, Helen painted the doors a couple of weeks right. ago. Now your whole house will be fucked as a result. Because she painted the doors, she wanted to paint the walls, which is where the big five litres yeah. of emulsion came from. Uh, the walls haven't been painted. That's That's been abandoned for now. Um, <laughs> as have painted the street trainers, instead. As of our Converse trainers, which are still uh, painted at the moment. But, uh, yeah. Well, excellent. Excellent lifestyle track, Baz. We appreciate that. Um, I've got 22 hours to come up with something between now and tomorrow. I'll try and, uh, I'll try and think of something. Um, thank you, Barry. That was fun. Uh, thank you, everyone who was in the chat. We do appreciate it. Um, as Bad said, go and uh, go and like and subscribe and all that. Enter the uh, the FBL league as well. CVVQAB. Go and enter that. Uh, join us tomorrow night for the pick show. Shit, it's exciting. <laughs> um, if you're betting anything tonight, good luck with it. Uh, but come back tomorrow. Uh, until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Mm-hmm.